Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So, we had a dream match to start AEW Collision this week. <laughs> that annoyed a lot of people, didn't it? Also, hello, my friends, and welcome to Ups and Downs, the show with me, Simon Miller, where we do get the good bits and up, and the bad bits are down. It's as simple as that. Sometimes, an octopus appears in my hand. And are you going to see that on any other wrestling review show? No, you're not. But yeah, look, anyway, Tony Khan did announce on social media, I have a dream match for Collision, before he revealed it was going to be Brian Danielson taking on Andrade. And I get it, maybe it's not the crazy, crazy fight you were expecting, but one, it's still pretty damn good, and two, you do know Mr. Khan is a promoter, and his job is to promote. I think the real issue is that they did fight back on SmackDown, like in 2018, but I can see what's going on here. Brian Danielson is giving up full time in 2024, and he's just got a list of people he wants to wrestle, so now he's doing it. And when it comes to the American Dragon, if it's good for him, it's good for me. What? I mean, this crowd was into it because they started chanting, this is awesome instantly, when these two guys tried to wrestle, although they came to a stalemate, so they looked at each other and shook hands. Friends. It was then into the submissions, but once again, nobody could get the upper hand, which is when Brian was like, I, and he just dropped Andrade. This is always plan C. It was then time to start beating up the ring, so Danielson threw Andrade into the ring post and hit a knee off the ring apron when he realized, wait a minute, this Mr. Tranquilo has an arm. He just stomped on it. Looked horrible. Andrade then panicked, so he hit a moonsault when he too hit this absolutely nuts dragon screw leg whip. I mean, Zack Sabre Jr. was doing this and now he's doing it. It is such a basic move, but somehow they make it look like death. He then thought about the figure four, but Danielson didn't like that, so instead he went into the label lock, which is when Andrade was like, no, you won't, and he gave him the double stomp. And I was like, man, this is good. For some reason, the masked man just wanted to do moonsault, so he went for another and missed. This is when <laughs> Brian Danielson just booing him in the skull over and over again. I was like, look, surely somebody has told him, Brian, if you get into Andrade's brain, there's a voucher in there for free pizza for life. He then did get the figure four and almost the figure eight when Daniels decided he was going to go for the running knee, when instead Andrade hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. And then Danielson did it, and then Andrade did it again, and eventually Brian got the best one, one, two, three. So this ruled, as did the aftermath, because when they did shake hands once again, all of a sudden, the lights went out, and I was like, man, what's wrong with the electrics? Instead, when they did come back on, Malachi Black had returned to AEW. This is when he just black mass Brian Danielson right in the head. This ties into what we said earlier. Danielson has got his list, and next, it says MB. Tony Castagnoli and Willie Uta did run out to make the save, but they were way too late. And as this episode of Collision was going to tell us, we also have a brand new feud. We'll get into it 
but it's getting out. We then had this video with Darby Allen, who was all like, I'll tell you why Nick Wayne has become a dickhead because of the internet. Because apparently Nick had opened up to him saying, man, why is everyone being so mean to me when I have made my AEW debut? But still, he shouldn't have listened to the haters because they're a bunch of idiots. He will be on Dynamite though, not only to get into it with Nick Wayne, but because Tony Khan is going to give Sting a special gift. I have absolutely no idea what that could be. Maybe it will be his very own octopus. Well, we got something really cool, a sky blue squash match. Huh. Now this must tie into the fact that she is slowly going heel because Julia Hart pff, spat some goo into her face. But the absolute highlight is that even though she is a bit of an ass now, she was still wearing Scooby-Doo inspired gear. So now she's my favorite wrestler. Hollywood Haley was her opponent too, which kind of let you know what was going to happen. Bomb of power, code blue, she got the three. I am quite excited to see where we do head with this though, because Sky Blue needed, well, something different. And now she's got it and she's playing it very well. The only bizarre thing is that right after this, we got another squash match. I was like, man, AEW loves doing this. Now, it was the Guns versus the Outrunners, who are the greatest team that nobody ever talks about. But after Austin and Colton had just smacked them around for a bit, they hit the 310 to Yuma. And yeah, this went like a minute. But there was this really cool follow-up, because straight after this, the lights did go out again. And when they came back on, the dude wearing the devil mask was on the screen. The Guns and Jay White was all running around like, oh my gosh, what's he going to do? Now, the fans must think this is Maxwell Jacob Friedman, because everyone started to go MJF. Obviously, I do believe that is going to be a little bit of a ruse. Now, look, the gun's getting a quick win. Good. Making sure we follow up with this. Oh, my gosh, who done it? angle. Good. So it is going to get an up. But if you do have two back-to-back squash matches, the second one is going to suffer because you just saw it. It's like if I give you a hug and then I give you another hug straight away, you'd be like, Simon, one hug was enough. I don't know what we're talking about, but I am giving it down. I do just want to give a shout-out to Turbo and Floyd, though. One day I hope they're the champions, I'm not kidding. Lexi Nair was then interviewing Chris Statlander and Orange Cassidy when Chris wanted to get ready for her match she was having on Battle of the Belts. So she started lifting Lexi Nair. I was like, it's <laughs> a really weird thing to do. And then right after this, we had a Memphis street fight. This collision was absolutely nuts. There was also Jeff Jarrett versus Eddie Kingston. And you are not going to believe this. Double J won. I just fell on the floor. The thing is, Jarrett not only came out with all his crew, which meant it was basically like 79 people on one, but the stipulation was, if Jarrett did get the victory, Jay Lethal would receive a Ring of Honor title shot. That is a bizarre stipulation. That's like me saying, I played the lottery and I won. Therefore, you, random stranger, get to keep my money. But honestly, if you are looking for some sports entertainment... This is the way. Jeffrey also got a massive reaction because he is in his hometown, kind of, but not really, but it was close. And we had Dave Brown on commentary, who we were told used to commentate on Jeff Jarrett matches back in the day. That's really cool. Because they could brawl anywhere, and he was also hurling hot dogs at Jeff Jarrett at one point, so I was laughing. But then all of a sudden, we just had so many weapons, but also that didn't matter because, again, Jeff Jarrett's cronies kept getting involved to the point it actually became comical. Karen Jarrett didn't care about that, though, so she got in and just ripped to Eddie Kingston's eyes. So once again, I was laughing. And then, yeah, Lethal just hit this cutter through a table onto Kingston. I was like, what is he meant to do? Sanjay Dutt was also getting involved to air to get rid of him, and he absolutely smacked Satnam Sim with a guitar. But this led to Jeff Jarrett sneaking in and hitting the stroke. And when that didn't work, every single individual got out there and went finishing move, finishing move, finishing move, finishing move. And surprise, surprise, it beat Eddie Kingston. I mean, this would have beaten Zeus. So it was the most hollow victory ever, but I had such a good time. And hey, look, 
Who doesn't want Eddie Kingston versus Jay Lethal for the ROH World title? I do. Up. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Max Caster then screwed up his etiquette again because he tried to come on to Lexi Nair with the worst line you've ever heard. And after Daddy Ass and Anthony Bones had told him, oh my gosh, you don't understand it, they too were going to go get ready for their big fight. I was then just so happy after this because Miro is back. Yes. Now, of course, he was taking on Action Andre because, of course, Action had tried to hire CJ Perry as his manager and Miro doesn't like that. And you can already figure out how this went. Action tried to use his flippy dippy doodah moves and Miro went, no, I'm going to rip your head off. And he kind of did. There was this really good bit when Miro was going for the game over, but Andre reversed it into the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. And even though it didn't work here, my brain thought it might do, because of course, da, 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 action Andre once beat Chris Jericho. I went absolutely nuts when Miro kicked out a one after a 450, because I love that stuff. When he hit the kick of power, he applied the game over, and he got the tap-out win. Perry was on the outside being like, well, that didn't go how I planned. What am I going to do now? I suppose we'll find out. All I really hope, though, is that we keep Miro on TV. He is one of my favorite wrestlers, and he has been so for years. Therefore, he gets it up. We then learned it's going to be Ruby Soho versus Shida on Dynamite for the AEW Women's Championship. When Lexi Nair was back again, she was interviewing Anna Jay, Matt Menard, Angelo Parker, and Daniel Garcia. Now, Lexi wanted to know if they had all made up, and Anna was like, yes, of course we had. Although Danny Magic was like, no, this fool keeps dancing, and I want him to stop dancing. I mean, we've all been there. These three then walked off, I suppose, to settle it, although there was friction. When Angelo Parker stayed in the screen and Ruby Soho walked in, and they kind of had a little bit of a flirt because both their groups are going into the toilet. I was like, what was that about? Anyway, this was just so Ruby Soho could promote her big match on Wednesday. Do I think she will win the title? No. No, I don't. We then had yet another video with Roosh and his boys, who he did try to kill. And he was all like, man, where's my opportunities? And man, why do people keep saying I'm so violent? I was like, I know, because I saw a bunch of vignettes when, yeah, you were smacking up your own friends. So what are your enemies going to think? He's also not going to get you invited to many parties, so he probably is a sad panda. Well, we cut to the back. Eddie Kingston just cut the best damn promo. I mean, it was so damn good, we have to bring in the does Eddie Kingston know wrestling is a work machine? And of course, it says no. And he just launched into Jay Lethal, saying, man, 
You used to be like a love letter to pro wrestling, and now you're hanging around with that carny idiot, Jeff Jarrett. He also said when they do have their ROH world title fight, he should leave these jabronis in the back so they can do it one-on-one. Well, he's going to beat him so badly, his mum is going to cry. And not because he is beating up her son, because even the mother will know, Jay Lethal, you deserved it. <laughs> Just, he's the best. He's the best. One day he's got to be the AEW world champion. Don't at me. He's getting up. I then got worried because I thought we had another squash match on our hands and three would have been overkill. But actually it was a match leading to an angle. No problem with that. There's Darian Benston and Bad Thad Brown. Oh my gosh, I need more of that tag team in my life. Were taken on FTR. But before we could do much of anything, the lights went out again. Now, it did tie into the return of Malachi Black Part 2. But this time he was with Buddy Matthews and he was with Brody King. And they just kicked a sheer out of Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. They completely left them laying. And given what's going to happen at the end of the show, I think we are in for a super mega big feud. And it makes me excited in my tootsie toe. So look, I'm just going to give it an up. We'll get back to it in a minute. But it goes to show, sometimes you can achieve some business in around about three minutes. It was then our main event for the AW Tag Team titles because the Blackpool Combat Club were taking on Ricky Starks and Big Bill. And once again, all you need to know is that this was the night of the house. That didn't work at all. Starks and it did begin here though, although Ricky got out-wrestled. He was like, I don't even care. I've got another plan. And he tagged in the biggest of Bills. And yeah, he ran at Wills and he totally killed him. Wheeler did have a little bit of a flurry, but that's when Ricky Starks cast a distraction. So Yuta went right into Barra Barricade. And Claudio got it too. Every time he was trying to make a tag, the bad guys just went, nope. And they punched him. It meant Wills had no partner to tag in. And we got this great boss man slam for a one-two-oo. When I presume Castagnoli must have taken his Phoenix down, he was ready, he got that hot tag, and don't forget, when we are talking about the hottest of tags, is anyone better than Claudio? I do not think so. I mean, he just lariated Ricky's head off before he started doing all these super cigar uppercuts to every single person that looked at him. I was just like, man, such a good wrestler. Somehow the champs did rally to score with that DDT big boot combo. When Wheeler Yuta had the craziest idea, he was going to German suplex Big Bill. Nine. Starks didn't want to see that though, so he cast distraction once again, meaning Wheeler did get slammed with the razor's edge. It was another one, two, ooh. Amazingly, this was going to end with a triple header too, because who then appeared once again? <laughs> it was the House of Black. I mean, Malachi Black was just going bonkers here, which meant it hypnotized the referee, so he didn't know what was going on. When Buddy Matthews and Brody King just ran through the Blackpool Combat Club, and that allowed Ricky Starks, because he doesn't care. He hit the spear, he hit the Ranchambeau, and he got the one, two, three. Everyone who had then been screwed by the House of Black did run to the ring, but because they've got, like, magical powers, they were in control, meaning we needed one last person to balance the books, and of course, who was it? The returning John Moxley. This totally worked too because the crowd went nuts for this and the good guys cleared up as well because we got the Shatter Machine, the Death Rider and the big old swing. So now we are going to be doing something with the House of Black, the Blackpool Combat Club and FTR. And in no universe can they have bad matches. And I also enjoyed that there was a theme that connected Collision. It kept me invested. Yeah, I thought this was pretty damn good. Give it up. Which did bring us to the end of AEW Collision, and it was just such a well put together show as it always is. Plus, it does feel different to Dynamite. That's important. Up. Now, of course, please do leave me a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of Collision. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Click this video here, which is ups and downs for maybe Bound for Glory or SmackDown ups and downs. You just never know with the crazy YouTube. Before you go to whatculture.com, 
follow us on social media. My name is Oliver Watt Culture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. Have a lovely day. I'll see you throughout the week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 